You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 238 of Podcateers. In this episode, the whole team is here to talk about the latest ticket price increase. Gavin and I finally saw Mary Poppins Returns and we give a few thoughts about the film. We also talk about what happened to some of the festivities during New Year's Eve at the parks. One of our favorite cast members was recently featured in the OC Register. And we talk about other cast members that also know how to bring the magic to guests while visiting the parks. We also discuss some of the things we're most excited about that are coming from the Disney Company in 2019. If you'd like to join the conversation and leave us your thoughts on anything that we talk about in this episode, you can leave a comment on the blog post for the episode at podcateers.com slash 238. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and on Facebook. Just search for Podcateers. We'd love it if you took a moment to go and subscribe and follow and like and all the good stuff that comes along with going on those social networks. And if you've already done that, a big thanks to you. Uh, speaking of thanks, a huge shout out and thanks goes out as always to the members of the FGP squad for their help and support in making these episodes of Podcateers possible via their contributions on Patreon. For more info on how you can become one of our podcast fairy godparents, head over to podcateers.com FGP. Next week, we kick off our first series and we're starting off with Tomorrowland. We've been planning this for some time now, and we're really happy to finally be getting this off the ground. So until then, here is episode 238 of Podcateers. Hello. That sounds like a British accent. So much better than in the original Mary Poppins, AJ. I try. <laughs> I try. <laughs> <laughs> you know, have you guys had a chance to see Mary Poppins Returns? I saw it just a couple hours no, ago. No, Govna. Oh, no. no I know. I know. Oh, we fail. Bad. Sorry, I was in Houston. So we were in Houston. We have an excuse. We're working on our Texas accents. It's a big fail if Hazen beats you to see any movie. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I was going to say, Usually. I got to see Infinity War in Hawaii. Come on. Nice. <laughs> I'm all about the red box. I heard that last year in Texas they got movie theaters. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But, you know oh I, had to, I had to work. I had I to be behind a DJ. I don't know about that, y'all. Literally was DJing and then packed up and went straight to the airport. Yep. So there's no Why? time to visit. We were just eating. There was no time for movies. We ate our way through <laughs> Houston. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. If you got the barbecue down in, in Texas... You got to get you one of them steaks. Oh, we did. Mm-hmm. We got ourselves a tomahawk. Yeah. That's the way to do it. And it's like a third of the price of a tomahawk out here in California. But yeah. Anyway. That's because they're grown locally. <laughs> because when they say grown locally, it's true. <laughs> they mean right out back. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad, but it's uh, true. It is really true. <laughs> <laughs> so Mary Poppins returns, guys. You know, I've heard a lot of mixed reviews on this film, and I have got to tell you, I adored it. Wow. Uh, I mean, it's so different, yet the same when you're watching it. And the animation scene alone, it's just so great. You know, what they did with that scene and how they structured it as far as how long it went 
Uh, it looked like a pop-up book all at the same time. Like there was so much about it that's just so enjoyable. Uh, there's a couple of songs in there that I didn't particularly like that I thought were just kind of songs that were in the film. But overall, I thought the soundtrack was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a couple of earworms that I find myself whistling now, you know, as the day progresses. Uh, but, you know, I, I think a lot of people won't understand this. I may kind of isolate a large portion of our audience, especially if they're not Doctor Who fans. I equated watching Mary Poppins Returns to a doctor's regeneration with a brand new companion. That makes but sense. But same person overall, yeah. you know, new adventure, basically. And that's, I think, because I was able to make that connection externally, I was able to enjoy it a little bit more. But I understand why people were giving it a couple of negative reviews. But overall, oh, man, I just, it was so enjoyable. Gavin, what did you think? Yeah, I thought it was good. It it exceeded my expectations, which I admit were not super high. (laughs) But I think Mary Poppins Returns biggest obstacle is Mary Poppins, right? Mm -hmm. Because of the legacy, the history, the nostalgia, you know, I hear a lot of criticism of it that this doesn't have as memorable of songs as Mary Poppins. Well, it helps that we've been singing the Mary Poppins songs for over 60 years or almost 60 years, you know, like, of course they're familiar to us because, you know, they've been around our whole lives. So I feel like maybe in 10 years, we'll all be whistling these songs just as much because I thought they were really good. And I thought the performances were really good. I was actually super impressed by Lin-Manuel Miranda, who's not a good singer, but he <laughs> brought it. I mean, he's done yeah. some training. Like, you can tell he's he's upped his game. And, you know, and then there's a couple of cameos in there, uh, you know, singing and acting legends that are just amazing yeah totally worth the ticket price just to see a couple of those i'm sure you can mention and their yeah. names because they were all I over think, the well, press tour seeing it well maybe one of them i had no idea was in it so yeah one like, of them's a surprise cameo ooh. yeah i don't want to no say spoilers. anything because I, I want people to be surprised like i was because i was tickled in the theater <laughs> you sure that wasn't the neighbor <laughs> next to you just tickling you <laughs> yeah okay well that actually that actually leads me to the next thing is that the movie's not actually doing that well, you know, compared to a lot of big uh, Disney movies. I was in the theater with one other person, like six rows behind me. That was what it. time did wow. you watch the movie? And, uh, it was a 2 p.m. show Sunday afternoon. Oh, on a Sunday? So, like, to, yeah, it was today. Yeah. So like that was prime movie watching time, <laughs> oh, yeah, right? That today, my bad. They all went to yeah, Disneyland. So I know everybody was at Disneyland. That's why the parking structure. Was I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, but I mean, it's got a lot of competition. You know, we had Skyler on on our last episode, and it was awesome to hear all of his, you know, analytics of films and his predictions. And you know, he talked about all of the competition that Mary Poppins Returns has in the theater right now, and there's a lot of huge movies. So. It may not be a huge smash success box office wise, but I think it's good enough that it will um, it'll hang on and become a you know a, a beloved film that that people really cling to. I think. Yeah. What did you think of Emily Blunt as Mary Poppins overall? Oh, fantastic! I I yeah. love her anyway. And at the moment they cast her, I said, "Oh, it's perfect." I, I was. That was my the least of my worries was Emily Blunt. I was worried about everything else, and I had no worries with her, and she delivered. She was awesome. 
Yeah, I, I was the opposite. I was most concerned about her role. Because, oh, really? I mean, she's stepping into a very iconic role. Sure. Singing you know, And too. those are big shoes to fill. And, I mean, now that I've seen her in it, she just delivered on, yeah. like, every cylinder fired off in, in the correct way that it should have. Yeah. And, and, and this is a big if, okay? I'm, I'm saying if here before I say this next statement if the original Mary Poppins never existed, this would have been her role. You know, I think she would have established it. That's how good she was. She just owned it from the very beginning. I can see so, that. Very familiar, very different, but 120% enjoyable, at yeah. least to me. I still like Mary Poppins better, um, but I, I did enjoy this one a lot. I will say they got one thing over Mary Poppins that they did better. What's and that? like it's not even close in my estimation and that's the costume design the costume design oh, in this yes. film is epically good it is so mm-hmm. good and i just thought it was incredible nice. so yeah. I, there, there are tons of reasons to go watch the film i've heard a lot of good things a lot of people were saying you know it's gonna hit you in the feels and to hear you guys talk like that i mean that's pretty cool i'm just it's sad that it's not doing as well yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it, and I'm going to say, oh, everyone should see it, but I haven't seen it, so maybe I'll see it this week. Yeah, yeah I mean, I you think, I think <laughs> they, that the Disney Studio has had a rough streak with their live-action films, right? So, you know, like Christopher Robin, Wrinkle in Time, Nutcracker, those are the last three live-action films that they've done, right? Yeah. None of them were big hits for various reasons, but I think right now people are a little hesitant to go all in on a Disney live action because it doesn't seem like they they may be you know they just don't have as much confidence you know I loved Nutcracker I thought it was great I didn't see um, uh, Wrinkle in Time but I saw Christopher Robin and I thought it was a well-made film it just didn't do anything for me but you know I liked Nutcracker and I liked Mary Poppins Returns quite a bit so hopefully word will get out and people will start you know buying more tickets again to some of these live action films. I don't know. I don't recall what's next on their list from the Disney studios. That's live action, but you know, hopefully Mary Poppins returns will not impede people from seeing the next one. Yeah. You know, I think Skylar mentioned it last week that one of the biggest things that's going against Mary Poppins returns is the fact that into the spider verse is out right now. And the longer that it's out in theaters, the more buzz it gets. And I mean, as we are recording this into the spider verse won the golden globe, you know, so it just goes to show that it is on track to possibly even winning an Oscar which I think in the category that it would be in has been won by Disney the last six years. So it's really stacking up against a lot of, of odds. And Sony's really being rewarded for taking the leap and doing something different, you know, because as much as we like to see what's familiar, the studios that generally tend to do something different and do it well are the ones that get rewarded. And Sony is certainly being rewarded for Into the Spider-Verse right now. Because it's an awesome movie. <laughs> I yeah, it. I mean, it is. awesome's an understatement. <laughs> yep, it deserves it. 
So, I mean, if you guys have seen Mary Poppins Returns, let us know what you guys thought about it. Join the conversation over on the blog post for the episode, podcateers.com slash 238. You can also follow us on many of the social media outlets, including Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Just search for Podcateers. That's P-O-D-K-E-T-E-E-R-S. Podcateers. Podcateers. <laughs> Something, 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 podcateers haven't finished the song yet. Come along and sing the song and, I, nope, can't use that line. <laughs> let me uh, let me get on the phone to Tim Rice, see if we can get these lyrics banged out. <laughs> that would be great. If you get Tim Rice to do that, uh, I think that would be fantastic. So New Year's Eve, guys. AJ and VJ, we haven't uh, had you on the show in the new year. This is your first episode back in 2019. Happy New Year, officially on the podcast. Happy New Year. New Year's Eve in the park seems to have um, disappointed a handful of people because it looks like the winds in Santa Ana, the famous Santa Ana winds... Uh, canceled fireworks for New Year's wow. Eve. I'm so sad. I wasn't here for that win. Blustering. So I've got some questions, though. Do they do a special fireworks show on New Year's Eve, or is it just whatever yeah. show is going? It's, it's special. They have a special show. Do they do it at midnight? Mm-hmm. They oh. do it twice. For East. Yeah. East oh, wow. Down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Don't they do the show, uh, the first one, at California Adventure? Huh? I don't Whoa, know. Fireworks? I thought they, did, the I thought they did something. Yeah, I thought they did something. Uh, I almost said Paradise Pier. Uh, don't they do something now at Pixar Pier to celebrate at nine? No. And then they do the second showing at at midnight. It used at to Disneyland? be just for World of Color, and that would be at midnight, like as they're counting. Actually, as they're counting down. So it's like, I want to say a few minutes before midnight, and then they would have okay. the show. Mm-hmm. But. Well, got it. Um, and to be fair, it. Hazen, the area that you would watch it from is still called Paradise something. Paradise Park. Par- Paradise like Park. Paradise Park. Park. That's what go. it is. Ding, yeah. ding, so, Four points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, AJ went to last year's New Year's Eve there. Was it? Mm-hmm. I think what happened was we saw World of Color and then we ran over to Disneyland for the nine o'clock. So the Eastern New Year's. Mm-hmm. rang that in, watched those fireworks, and then ran back to DCA to wait for actual New Year's for California. Ran back three hours later. Uh, well, you know what I mean? Like We, <laughs> we couldn't, back in time. We didn't no, I know, know how so bad the crowds were. And honestly, I was expecting, of course, this was last year, I was expecting way more crowds. And mm-hmm. it, for the fact and it really that wasn't. you were able to go into Disneyland yeah. before nine is amazing yeah. because that's usually unheard of, especially on New Year's Eve. But DCA mm. is always amazing with no lines for the restrooms. Like, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> restrooms? <laughs> that's yeah. very important. <laughs> I mean, that's not just New Year's, everyone. That's, that's just fact. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty common, yeah. Uh, we've gone to the judges, though, VJ. We might have to deduct a point because, according oh to the Disneyland gosh. app, it's Paradise Garden. I was going to say Park. Garden. Oh, Hazen, <laughs> rewind the tape. You can hear me Gardens. say almost Garden. I was like, good. Yeah. But. but on the Golden Zephyr, that's not Golden, it says Paradise Park. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I thought Paradise Gardens was where they have like the musical performances by the restaurants, and Paradise Park is like the stone steps in front of Ariel's right. Undersea Adventure. That's what I where thought. Where you too. watch World of Color. What does it say, Gavin? Where we were yeah. talking about. What does about? it say, Gavin? <laughs> I mean, there's only two labels on the map on the Disneyland app. Not enough there's, space. There's on the north side <laughs> of the bay, it's Paradise Gardens Park, and on the south side of the bay, it's Pixar Pier. Those are the only two labels on the map. Uh-huh. So I think Paradise Gardens is like a part of Paradise Gardens Park, which is the whole <laughs> land, right? Okay, all right. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> then I'm gonna, it, I'm gonna be that Disney fan. I'm gonna <laughs> get a petition for Paradise Park <laughs> to be changed on the Golden Zephyr because. <laughs> yeah, because well, they work. That's I'm not losing any points. DCA 2.0 VJ. <laughs> I will say that I feel like that end of the park has become quite convoluted in its theming. It's it's kind of tough to tell these days. Yeah. yeah, I think anything that still says Paradise Park is just a remnant of DCA 2.0. It could be. I, I mean, it's still evolving. So, I mean, the jury's still out on what that, you know, whole corridor is going to end up being. So. Tron! <laughs> that yes, would be please. such a clash. I would welcome it. But yes, that would be it such would. a clash. <laughs> but that's okay. I mean, when you are uh, you know, on Pixar Pier, you look over and you see Mission Breakout. So <laughs> there you go. That's true. So, New Year's, you know, there was a lot of disappointed people. It's really sad. Uh, I hope they were easy on the cast members working that day because I know that there's a lot of people that you know, start demanding their money back for tickets and, you know, get aggravated. And, I mean, you can't control Mother Nature, right? It's just one of those things that happens. So uh, if you happen to be in the park, hopefully you you were nice to the cast members working that day. And, I mean, that's it. We'll wait till next year, right? I I think they did some kind of laser show, though. They did do something. That's what I was going to ask, if there was any sort of projection element that they did still go ahead and present. Yeah, I'm sure they did something. They had the big TV screens with the countdowns, Mm -hmm. and, you know, Disney's not going to not do anything. So, if anything, they probably did the entire show with the music and the projections, just no fireworks. Mm. Yeah. It was crazy windy that night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Allergies just flared. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know. But um, kudos to Disney for addressing it hours before. Like, they sent out tweets saying that it is possible it may not happen. Yeah. They were tackling it down firsthand immediately. Mm -hmm. Like, how windy was windy? I mean, since it we weren't here, like windy. we saw how many leaves accumulated crazy. in our backyard. But yeah, it was it was it probably looked... the windiest day since I moved here. Whoa. Like it was, I'm it was sad. really bad. I missed it. Super windy. Like we like the there's a tiny little crack uh, between our door and our door frame, our front door, mm-hmm. and it was like whistling <gasps> and howling through that. Wow. Like yeah. it was it was windy. So I'm not surprised they canceled it at all. They canceled it for much, much less. <laughs> they fired it off. Yeah. And then, look, Knott's Berry Farm has a dope fireworks show. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been. <laughs> there were a lot of people still doing fireworks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And not many of them, I think, were not of the illegal nature. For California, at least. <laughs> but there was still people they doing it. illegal in Texas. At the chagrin of <laughs> everyone that didn't want their houses to catch on fire. So, you know, thanks, people. But, you know, 
I guess people do what they want to do sometimes, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, you know, also today, today was officially the first day that we were able to get back into the park. Unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to make it out. Our, our plans changed last minute. But when I looked at the crowds, I was almost kind of thankful that we didn't go because the crowds looked insane oh, yeah. today. <laughs> and we talked a little bit about that. I know you guys went to a festival of holidays to redeem those last few tabs that you had. Talk about the crowds and the parking today. <laughs> well, it I got off, memorable. <laughs> I got off of work early enough to <laughs> say like, hey, let's go, you know, use these last five tabs that we have before. And we thought it was going to be ending to today. So spoiler alert, <laughs> it didn't. It, it doesn't end Tuesday. today. We have two more days. Um, <sighs> but yeah, when we were driving over. I'd, I, I need to start doing this more, but check uh, Disneyland's um, tweet, you know, or Twitter account mm-hmm. for uh, the parking structure. Because when we were on Harbor and Catella, everybody on Catella was trying to turn right on Harbor. I was like, why is there such a crazy line? I thought it was actually the convention up. center. Yeah. And then I looked at the tweet, and it said that both Mickey and Friends and Toy Story and all Disney parking was full. So the only oh my god we were thinking oh shoot um, should we try downtown Disney and then maybe buy something and then just try to go into DCA and get as many uh, tabs as we can for food but we ended up going to which parking lot is it a is it Simba it's they had a Simba it's parking behind lot behind the Disneyland Hotel Simba oh Simba. yeah yeah so they just let everybody in for free they were just letting them in, letting us in we're like yeah. Thank wow. goodness wow. we got. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's generally hotel right. parking yeah. back there for Paradise Pier. For um, like uh, yeah, Paradise Pier Hotel, right? Yeah, Paradise Pier Hotel. Or what is it called? And then downtown yeah, Paradise Disney Pier Hotel parking so, too. And downtown Disney, yeah, because it's right behind like mm-hmm. the AMC, yeah. like right between the hotels, mm-hmm. like the the Grand and then um, the Paradise Pier. So if they started using that parking. Yeah. Wow. And it was funny. We were driving up, and the cast members like, "Just keep going, just keep going." And I said, "Can we go here for both theme parks and uh, downtown Disney?" Because the sign out in the front wasn't. What did it say? It said. It just said theme park. Theme parking. park. But then when we went inside, it said downtown Disney only. We're like, "Uh, which one is it?" And the guys, it's like, I don't know. They just said let everybody in. <laughs> <laughs> so come on in. We're wow. like, we'll take it. <laughs> like okay. Wow. I guess this is a sign of things to come, right? Because today we had uh, a notice that I think we all signed up for this months ago. We just thought, hey, there's going to be this special event. We got a, a message. We signed up for it. And then uh, like the day after, we got a message saying, uh, oh, by the way, psych, you're not going to any special event. This was just a test. And so we were a little confused and we thought, okay, well, they must have just been testing this whole system. And then a week ago, we started getting these alerts saying, hey, by the way, your event is in five days. And then another one, your event is in three days. Hey, by the way, your event is in two days. And so I started calling around asking people, hey, is this event going on? And nobody could give me uh, an answer. Nobody knew because apparently depending on what email address something comes from is how they try to determine where and when the event is happening. So 
I, I, I spoke to four different cast members over the last week. I called again this morning. And then finally, I got just the answer. Nope, nothing's happening. Sorry, it was just a test. But there's a, a purchase event going on tomorrow if you want to come spend some money. And I was like, nope. Thanks. I gotta be at work. Wait, I'm going tomorrow. What's this? What's this purchase? It's just a World of Disney purchase event. Oh. So if you're at Downtown Disney, you're an AP from like 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. or something. You get a chance to enter the store early and just buy stuff. It's like going to Costco early before everybody else when you have the business. World of Disney card. has rope drop. <laughs> something like, like that. It. So it's the magic money hour, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many other people, you know, were confused about this event. I know that there was at least a couple of people that got in contact with us or tried to get in contact with us. And all I could think throughout the day was, was this special event, this ticket price increase? <laughs> because if it was, that's a horrible surprise. Terrible coincidence. <laughs> I mean, the ticket price increase... Not a surprise, no. right? I think we've already talked about it, that Disney's been pretty persistent on increasing the ticket prices. I think what's most surprising is that the Signature Plus is going up 23%. Another 250 Was it? About, yeah. It's about a $300 increase oh, wow. this time around. Oh, I thought it didn't go up that much. It seemed like it was about the same price to me. No, uh, that one's been the one that's that hasn't had that significant of an increase before. The least expensive one, I think, got an eight percent increase mm -hmm. overall. But not a lot of people have that one. Um, Wait, which one is that? Is uh, that the? How much was the Signature Plus? Because I thought it was at least twelve or thirteen hundred dollars already. I thought it was twelve. I think I think we're gonna have to get some Calif Southern California Select passes. <laughs> <laughs> no. How much is a Southern California select? Um, that's going to be $1,200. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Can I get the 8 a.m. till 1 p.m. pass? <laughs> How did they start doing half-day passes? That'd be crazy. Disney World used to do the after 4 p.m. pass for Epcot. Really? Yeah. Yep. Wow. I thought they had that here at some point, too. I don't remember for Disneyland. I know they've done that at the expo where you can buy like just a, a reduced price ticket to go to the park after the expo. That's the only time I've seen it, though. How about that Costco DCA pass? Is that still, is that still a thing? I don't think that's a thing anymore. So it was just a past. one and done? Probably. It seemed like it was only like a season when they were really trying to funnel people into DCA. Because they were trying to use that as a test to funnel right. traffic out of, of Disneyland. Yeah. But the the prices... So here's the breakdown. The SoCal Select went up from 369 to 399 mm -hmm. The Deluxe went up from 729 to 799 The Signature went up from 999 to 1149 The Signature Plus went up from 1149 to 1399 and the premiere oh. went from 1579 to 1949. That's the passport for both Walt Disney World and Disneyland, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's but the premiere, no, yeah, the one that lets you into no both monthly, coasts. Um, you can't do monthly payments on that one, right? Okay. Not on that one, no. And then parking went up from 20 to $25. Max Pass went up from 10 to $15. How much is that and, for the uh, year? It went up for the year, too, right? Is yeah, it 75 it to 100 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. So, it's so I worth mean, it it's it is. It, <laughs> it was I got to tell you though, it's it is funny 
you know, uh, uh, amongst all of the tweets that you normally see, oh, Disney, you know, why are you doing this? Why are you raising this? I'm going to cancel my pass. And then those same people end up in the park like exactly. the next weekend. Sure. It was funny to see that there was also some people for the increase because they know that Disney's doing it to try to funnel people out of the parks. It's not going to happen, though. And just try to distill the, the people that come in. That's true. They're not going to... It's not going to prevent people from coming. Uh, I think it is really getting to that point where it's pricing out a lot more people. Yeah. Uh, because even even a one day, I mean, right now I think they have like a three day deal going on for Southern California, but overall, it is becoming more and more expensive to even do a one or two day trip to the parks if you do like Disneyland one day, California Adventure the next mm-hmm. day. Uh, and then they give you these deals for three days. And so now you have to extend your hotel stay an extra day because, well, you got three days in the parks. You know, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens next year, especially once Galaxy's Edge is finally open. This has been one of the biggest jumps that they've had, especially for the higher tier passes. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind that we're still not allowed. Like we have, we don't have the top tier, but we're still not allowed like the last two weeks of December, you know? Right. So it, it gets super pricey. And when, you know, you're paying for a family of four, you know, you have to start reevaluating. Should we all have passes? <laughs> well, at least yeah, somebody tough. needs a parking I mean, one. <laughs> one high one yeah. with the parking. <laughs> definitely. Yeah? Definitely. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think the biggest issue is that, it's a supply and demand problem, right? And as long as the demand is as high as it is, those prices are just going to keep going up. And the issue with uh, crowdedness in the parks, if that's a word, I don't know if it is, but I'm using it, uh, is that the annual passport is becoming more popular at a much faster rate than it's pricing people out. You know, like so many more people are buying annual passes now than used to. And it's just getting more and more. And I think that it's a problem that's going to last a while. You know, there's going to have to be a long uh, regular occurrence of the park reaching capacity, turning away guests for people to start to not buy it as frequently. But as of now... Mm -hmm. When you can buy it and you can on a whim go whenever the heck you want, especially those top two tiers, you know, people, there's enough people in the Southern California area. And even that travel out here frequently, like I did when I lived in Oklahoma, I came out three, four times a year and it was cost efficient for me to have an annual pass, you know, so I I think it's going to have to get to that point where it's terrible for it to go back and and people not as many people buy the passes i think that's the only way i can see it ever kind of correcting back to a normal quote-unquote normal crowd level yeah, i concur i agree with you and i mean like you said i'm not shocked yeah i do see people getting more you know getting their passes and some upgrading i do feel bad for certain passes because they are going to be blocked out during the summer you know having to be blocked out for christmas i mean it's not the same thing but I mean, Disney, they know what they're doing. They do. And we'll just see how everything rolls out. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing they've done right is, you know, with their uh, daily pricing structure, 
they they have done a really good job of evening out the crowds throughout the year so there's not an insane peak season except for christmas and there's not an insane valley so they have kind of spread the crowds out throughout the year which is nice and the thing about the individual park blockouts next year is not many of the passes are blocked out of both parks for like a huge chunk of time like they currently are you know most of the passes they could at least go to dca for most That's of true. the summer you know what i mean yeah so it's not a total loss um it, you know everybody's gonna have to make their own financial decision and find out what is worth it for them and you know i i am fortunate enough that i can stay at the level i am and that's my plan Uh, mine renews in april i don't know if any of you guys have to renew sooner than that but no i already that's about the time yeah i already know i'm pulling the trigger on that so you know if it goes up another 250 next year uh, then i might have to start evaluating some of the other passes I'm going to have to save up, start saving up. So when But I'm also playing the lottery every week. So <laughs> when I win, so you're buying we all, all our get premier gotcha. passes, okay? Yeah, all of nice. us. We I will love you even more. And my first flight to Disney <laughs> yeah, every year. World. Yeah. I think I think Absolutely. I heard that. <laughs> it's on air. Heard it here recorded. first, guys. Heard it here first. <laughs> Yeah, you know, when you were talking about they still have the option to go to DCA, that's great. But what happens when the Marvel-themed area opens? Does that option go away? Because now you have additional <laughs> theming themed areas that, you know, you can go to. You know, the addition of Galaxy's Edge is adding 14 acres to Disneyland. And 14 acres is a lot of people that you can cram into the park. At... Right now, I mean, Disneyland doesn't release official numbers, but over time, it's been kind of established that the 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 most people you can kind of have inside of Disneyland is about 80,000 people. Mm-hmm. That's when they tend to reach capacity. And so what is capacity going to change to once Galaxy's Edge opens with the additional 14 acres? And, you know, one thing that I've I've talked to other people about you know, as this whole Galaxy's Edge thing has come to be, is that Disney fans, before all of the intellectual property purchases, there was just Disney fans. You know, all these different fandoms existed on their own. Marvel fandom, Star Wars fandom, Disney fandom. They existed in their own little buckets. But now that Disney owns it, all of a sudden, all those other fandoms are all technically Disney fans as well. Whether they like it or not, they are Disney fans as well. And Star Wars fans that want to be a part of something bigger and want to be a part of the world have had the opportunity to do stuff like the scum and villainy pop-up that came up in Hollywood when you can go to the cantina and you know have some drinks in like a Star Wars-themed area. But where else are you going to get this Star Wars-themed experience going forward? If you're the hardcore fan and you've never in your life shelled out money to go to Disneyland or never wanted to buy an annual pass, guess what? You probably will now. You know, and that's that's a game changer, you know, for Disney because now they have this whole other line of profit that they didn't have before. But at the same time, you know, you mentioned earlier, oh, we might get to these levels that are normal. Honestly, dude, I don't think we're ever going to get to quote unquote normal levels in the park no. again. Yeah, not unless it rains. <laughs> even when it <laughs> rains. And even it then. It doesn't even clear out anymore. <laughs> well, yeah. maybe if we get a good storm. 
<laughs> Hoping for bad weather in 2019. <laughs> I didn't say that. El lives. <laughs> no, I think you're right, man. It's going to bring in huge crowds. I, I still have that probably foolhardy hope that because all the talk for the last two years and all the way up until June is going to be about how scary the crowds are going to be, that hopefully it will scare people away from showing up and it won't be that bad, but I'm sure I'm going to be dead wrong. We'll be there, Gavin. We're going to be there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a given. I love that you're so plucky-go-lucky about that. (laughs) That's okay. You just hit the people with your lightsaber. Clear it out. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Get out of the way. That'll guarantee that you can't go any further. (laughs) Everybody else is going to have it there at Galaxy's Edge. (laughs) True. Or at least you could clear out the little (laughs) seven-year-olds. Out of the way, kid. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Got to get my churro. And look, I I just want to make clear, I'm not complaining about this whole thing, all right? I I do plan on continuing going. I am a Disney fan, and I, you know, I, I know we might have to... You know, eventually change our plans on our APs to something lower if it does get too costly for the four of us. But as it stands right now, we just like you, Gavin, we're going to try to continue on what we have and then just kind of reevaluate when it comes up again and then figure out what we're going to do about our renewals. But I know that there's a lot of people that are at the point where they just can't afford it they can't afford to increase monthly and might stick with a lower pass or might just say i'm going to skip out this year and save up some money and get it next year or start hopping to other parks right i mean knott's Bray farm universal they have some amazing deals right now on their annual passes and considering how popular things like the wizarding world of harry potter are there are a lot of people that are into both fandoms that might want to save on Disneyland and then just spend a third of that or a quarter even and just go to Universal for the for the next year, you know, while they try to save some money or something. I don't know. That's true, too, what you're saying, Hazen, because, I mean, um, Universal is going to be getting Super Mario Land, too, right? Yeah. Whoa. That's yeah. right. Where? That's cool. And- Backlot. Somewhere there. The <laughs> but Universal they are. Hollywood You're take one of those or Universal tunnels, Florida? Or twos and go, and then end up there. <laughs> oh, my oh my God. That would be amazing. <laughs> nice. Yes. And then you got to step on a Goomba. <laughs> You're like squatting on a Well, a isn't... I'm not going anywhere. What's going on? <laughs> and I don't know if this is happening here in Hollywood, but I know for a fact that in Florida... people aren't really talking about it but the wizarding world is also getting another roller coaster or another attraction i think it's like a roller coaster where you're going through a forest and you're seeing a lot of the creatures from the harry potter universe i thought they were replacing the the roller coaster one the i can't Fly to the Hippogriff. I thought or whatever. they were expanding to a new. Oh, one. maybe they were adding to. They don't it. keep up with Universal enough. That's really Gadgets Go. Well, coaster, that's what I'm saying. But... That... <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Don't blink, but you'll miss it. But see, that's the thing. Whether they're replacing or whether they're adding to the Wizarding World, it's still buzz mm-hmm. that people are going to want to go ride it, and it's going to pull away from the people that it would have normally come to ride the Incredicoaster, mm-hmm. for instance. You know, so we'll we'll see what happens. So stay tuned. (laughs) 
Alright, well, before we continue, I would like to remind you that this episode of Podcateers is brought to you in part by the contributions that we receive from our podcast, Fairy Godparents, via Patreon. If you like what we're doing here and would like to help us out with a monthly or even one-time contribution, you can become part of the FGP squad for as little as $1 per month. But for a contribution of at least $5 monthly, you also get the exclusive Fairy Godparent button as a thank you for your support. Go to podcateers.com FGP for more info, and when you're ready, click on the Join the Squad button on that page. To all of the members of the FGP squad, as always, thank you for your help and support. So let's shift the conversation over to an article that I recently read. Uh, there's a handful of cast members that, you know, are very memorable. You know, they love what they do and they just make being in the park just a little more magical. If you're not familiar, there is a gentleman at the Tiki Room, sometimes at Haunted Mansion. Sometimes he's doing guest services with that cool little lit up wand, you know, making people walk through sidewalks or the streets. And his name is Maynard. And if you've ever had the pleasure of listening to Maynard perform for you before the Enchanted Tiki Room or before you go down uh, into the stretching room in the foyer at the Haunted Mansion, I, I mean, it is one of the most wonderful things you know, you can experience because it just adds to the magic of being on those attractions. And this last week, Maynard was featured in the OC Register, and I just thought it was super cool. You know, like there, there's this lineage of cast members that I think they, they, they're granted this life of their own, you know, in the, in the ethos of Disney, like Oscar, you know, mm -hmm. down at Carnation Cafe, yeah. Oscar was such a beloved person. Even now that he's not there, when people see him around the parks, he's a superstar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, I mean, who are some of the other cast members that have, you know, made uh, a moment for you guys magical as well? Gosh. Um, well, Moses, yeah. who, yeah. who uh, worked at the Plaza Inn. I'm not too sure if he's there. He's but not there anymore. He's not. It's been over a year now. Aww. He retired. Yeah, he retired. Aw, well, good for him. <laughs> he was an awesome, awesome guy. Um, I've never seen someone take a full restaurant inside, get everyone singing "It's a Small World," and "Happy Birthday" to one person. Mm -hmm. This is Disney magic that we had seen. And I try to find video. I can't. I couldn't find it. But this guy, he was just so warm and. Everything you look for, you know, in a cast member, he, I don't know if I can say this, but he knew his four keys. Yeah. And if anyone is a cast member, you know what those four keys are. He excelled in all of them. So he was someone who was just like, man, next time I hope I see him again because he just made my day or evening because it was night. But yeah, Moses was amazing. And he so he's definitely one of wow. them. You forgot to mention he plays a mad harmonica. Yes. 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 Thank you. Oh, nice. He always oh, has that's his Moses, harmonica. Yeah. <laughs> and he gave out. <gasps> I had every only single heard about the mystical harmonica at Plaza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was so cool. That's so cool. Good. I don't think I've ever seen oh, that guy. Oh man. I'm sure we will find some. I think we actually have him in one of our vlogs. After after to see. Mm. If I could find it. It sounds I don't know which familiar. One. Like I, I think we have it on video. Oh, if you guys do, that'd be awesome. 
<laughs> yeah. That's so cool. AJ and VJ, what about you guys? Who are, you know, some cast members that you guys uh, have encountered? Grandma Pat. Because you guys have visited so many other resorts. Oh, I know, yeah. I know. You know, that <laughs> you experience kind of across resorts, yeah, AJ too. AJ definitely has a favorite at the Grand Floridian. Yes, his name's Richard, and he actually just passed away. Is Was it like in November? Yeah. Yeah, just a, a couple of yeah, months ago. He yeah. was the best cast member. Amazing. I first met him in 2012, and he wow. was at the Grand Floridian as a door greeter for 26 years. After Ooh. his wife passed wow. away. So sweet. After his wife passed away, he had this calling to go to Disney World. And so he moved down there and then he just walked into the casting building and they're like, here, here's this number. And he got hired at the Grand Floridian. No interview, no nothing. He just got hired. Wow. <laughs> it's like, awesome. like a fairy tale, right? And so every time we would go, we'd always want to see Richard. And he would just always talk to you so nice, so friendly. And he got, have we shared this before on the podcast? Uh, I don't no. think so. I don't think so. Share. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to share again. So he's always there door greeting, right? And 26 years, people are going to recognize you. And if you're familiar with the Grand Floridian, they also have the wedding pavilion there. So a lot of brides come through the main lobby in their dresses. And then he started carrying their the trains, trains on their dresses. <gasps> oh. And he did over like 3,000. So many. Wow. Or more than, I think it was actually Dang. more than that. And couples would want him in their yeah, photos. They would request him. And so then he wow. kind of yeah. became the unofficial train of dresses conductor. It was so mm. sweet. That's amazing. That is sweet. <laughs> he was also like, oh, families would go to him because they would go to Walt Disney World every year. And some of uh, the family's kids would consider him like a grandfather. Cause, mm -hmm. And he would remember a lot of these families and be like, wow, Timmy's growing up. Like they, they showed pictures with him every year, you know, so it was cool to see how their children grew. Um, awesome. So the, yeah, he's one of our favorites at Walt Disney World. Um, but one of our favorites that is no longer with the company was Grandma Pat, who worked at Fantasyland in Disneyland. And this is a cast mm -hmm. member, just like Moses, held all the... I mean, she, she was the key master, I think. Yeah. Every single time I went to her, I was... <laughs> I would start crying. He's going to start crying <laughs> right start now. Crying now. Think about her. She didn't pass away or anything. <laughs> no, but she's, she retired. She would make these little um, packages for kids um, that had little things of pixie dust. Mm -hmm. And she would get these uh, glass slippers and she would bring them in and she would tell kids, to, here's a bag. Now go out there and make some magic for somebody. It was so dope. So dope. That's so awesome. That's amazing. Wow. And she That's was, cool. I mean, she was older too. And yeah. to be out there working full time. And then she kind of shared some of her personal life with us too. So hearing all that sh she's going through at home and caretaking and all of that. And then coming here to Disney and still making a difference and with making magic yeah it was just mm -hmm. like if you ever hear inspiring. her life story like she's taking care of her husband and her son who were sick and you're just like wow she i mean she's sharing this with you and you're just like how are you here creating this much much magic 
and she would make you feel Walt's presence at yeah. the park. Yeah. <laughs> she would kind of oh, bag on Walt God. Disney World, which would be funny. <laughs> and I also make fun of AJ about it, but she's like, yeah, Walt, like, close your eyes, hear it. You could feel Walt's presence. Like, Walt's magic is here, and you're part of it. And you were just like, <gasps> you would feel yeah. it. She was so good. She was That's so cool. amazing. That's great. Aww. We definitely have her in one of our videos there, and you'll probably yeah. see me crying there. <laughs> yeah. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> she's just so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Yeah, I need a that, tissue. That's, awesome. that's so magical. <laughs> See, I mean, it's stories like that, you know, that really help kind of remind us about why we love Disneyland. You know, we hear so much of the negativity sometimes from people that have been soured by it or an experience that they've had, but sometimes we forget why it all started. And it's little things like that that don't cost any money. It's just an experience that's granted to you uh, inside or outside of the park that just it, it gives you that warmth and that feeling of happiness inside. Right. So huh, any anybody else that you guys can can recall or anybody else that you guys want to just give a quick shout out to for how awesome they are? You know, I don't. I haven't been able to, you know, I've, I've just been here for a few months. So my f visits have been infrequent over the past years to the point where I don't know a lot of cast members by name. You know, I think the more I go, the more I'll start to recognize some cast members. But I do have a couple of instances where a cast member made a difference. One of them was on the Haunted Mansion and Charlie and I were on it. It was it was right at the end of the night. And this guy just was totally into it. He was, he was in the stretching room. He was all about the spiel. He was, you know, in character. It was, uh, there was a small crowd of us, and he got us all to the center of the room. And he made his little spiel from one side of the room. And then as the room stretched and then the lights go out at the end, when they came up, when the lights turned back on at the very end of the stretching portion, he was on the other side of the room and scared everybody. And it was just <laughs> like this awesome. cool moment. Like, ah, that was so great. <laughs> everybody was just so uh, amazed that he teleported across the room, you know, where you know, he just walked around. But it was pitch black. You couldn't tell that. So it was just a neat moment. And that was really cool. And then I got to take part in uh, kind of a private dinner at the Napa Rose restaurant inside the Grand Californian. And our, like, we had a team of waiters that waited on us, but the head waiter for our party was just exuding Disney customer service and professionalism and everything you love about, like, fine dining. You know, he was amazing to the point where at the end of our dinner, our entire party, like, we didn't coordinate it. We just gave him a standing ovation. Like it just, it just happened. And he was like so touched by it, but he moved our whole party so that when we were done with dinner, we, we gave him a standing ovation. It was pretty epic. So wow. that's cool. It's wow. cool to, it's cool to know that there are so many examples of things like that. That's super cool. A couple other people I'd like to shout out would be Jim, who he used to be GSO, GSO Jim. Um, and he would, take i don't know if you ever saw him but um he would help people take pictures in front of the castle and you know how phones have a horrible flash and he'll have that little led With yeah the he'll have the right? little yeah. led yes. and he'll make pictures look so good and he, you know like everybody loves him. he's such a nice guy and that's awesome he's 
yeah, just just a positive attitude, and just we love him. We always see him. We always try to look for him. It's yeah. it's cool to try to see seek certain cast members at certain areas that you're like, okay, I know he's here. We'd love to say hi. As far as security, we love this uh, uh, one of our friends, Art. He's oh, he's yeah. really cool. He's a, t- a school teacher in the daytime, a high school t- school teacher, and then he's security at night. Really positive attitude. He's just it's cool to see all these people at Disney. And you're just like, there's a lot of magic here. And his wife works yeah. for Disney too. Mm-hmm. She's they've she's been with the company for, for I think like 50 years or something. No, maybe like 30. Okay, it's still so a lot. Still a lot. <laughs> it's still, <laughs> still a long time. Um, Decades. Yeah. yeah. In Walt Disney World, we have a security guard friend. His name is. Brett and his twin works at Disneyland as a security guard. Okay, they're not twins, spoiler alert, but they oh, look I was gonna wow. say like literal so twin? similar. And it's like B and B Brian and Brett, Brian and Brett, <laughs> Brian at Disneyland and Brett at Disney World. <laughs> they're amazing cast members, but oh my gosh, I can never get their names. Yeah, they're both bees. Yeah. <laughs> Disney doppelgangers. Yeah, Seriously, yeah. they are doppelgangers. Because we even showed Brian, hey, look, this is your brother at Walt Disney World. He's like, oh, yeah, he does look like me. You know what? Glasses, hats, everything. I'm going to show you the photo. I'm going to bring it up. It might take That's 10 funny. minutes, but I'm going to show you. <laughs> also, um, I don't. we don't know him personally, but one of our favorite um, cast members is Dino at uh, Jungle Cruise. And have you ever had Dino? Oh. As a oh yeah, he is I recall he's one of the best skippers yeah. you'll ever have like you'll be on the floor laughing best comedic timing yeah. for Jungle Cruise and you so. know we actually probably only had him two or three times but that's how memorable he was and is I hope we can get another ride on the Jungle Cruise with him because you know sometimes you just don't get the right comedic you know what I mean? Like they're just right. Or maybe yeah. they're kind like, of yeah. like too have... dry. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you no, know I totally I mean. feel you. Where you're like, oh, I remember this person. I I hope they I get to have them as a skipper because yeah. yeah. that's the best part of the ride. Right. Yeah. Or excuse me, the attraction. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we had to take a picture of him the very first time we met him. We're like. <gasps> You're so awesome. We want to get you all the time. Or cool. We always ask for him nice. to see if he's working. And then, like, we'll wait mm-hmm. for his boat. We're like, and then they'll say, oh, it's his boat's probably, like, six more boats. We're like, we'll wait. We will wait. There That's you go. Awesome. And everybody we brought to him, he's like, nice. dude, this guy's really good. Ernie? Oh, Ernie. Oh, security guard? Yes. Ernie? Yeah. yeah. Ernie is also one of those people that's super warm mm-hmm. and just... He walks around during the flag retreat, and when all of the the different armed forces are being honored, uh, he, I mean, he served in the military right. as well, and so he's very passionate about yeah. it. He'll walk around, he'll talk to all of the veterans and their families, uh, he'll tell you stories about, you know, meeting Walt and then being around the park very early on. I mean, I don't remember exactly how many years he's been there, but he's been there a really long time as well. But he's also just a super wonderful person to speak to. So if you ever have the chance, go to the flag retreat and you will see Ernie there. Like you said, I think there's just so many around the world. And this is just a couple of parks that we've talked about. I know in Alani, you know, Auntie and and, Mm -hmm. and Uncle, right, are to such special cast members that people just always talk about, take photos with. I've never been there. I know you guys have experienced uh, them in Aulani. Can you talk a little bit about that before we move on? 
my first experience with auntie for those of you who've seen black panther Gosh. <laughs> remember uh, the scene with killmonger where he says hey auntie that's the first thing i ever said to her it's awesome <laughs> we just got to aulani nice. our first visit and we see auntie and he's like hey auntie <laughs> <laughs> While I'm holding a gecko that I just caught up in the garden. Did funny. she get the reference? No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> no. But it was funny to me. But no, it was funny, funny to me. <laughs> yeah, but they're very, very warm. Like uh, that Aloha spirit over there. Yeah. So good. Tony, mm-hmm. DVC, <gasps> Papa Glenn. Glenn, Papa, Papa Glenn. Glenn and um, Bobby. Bobby. He's in a, but these Both are. Both in PhotoPass. Yeah. Yes. They were amazing. And he, Ilani, she's a cultural representative at the front desk. She gave us our tour. It was amazing. Nice. If you think Disney World or Disneyland has great cast members that really capture that Disney magic, go to Aulani and you will get that plus the Aloha spirit. And it's just like your, your brain like can't handle it. It was amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. That's Let's awesome. Let's go back. <laughs> Well, if you guys have any cast members that you guys would like to shout out or tell us about that we should definitely try to meet at really any park. I know some of us don't uh, travel very frequently, but at least AJ and VJ can say hi to them. Uh, Leave us a comment. Join the conversation. Facebook, Instagram, or on Twitter. Just search for Podcateers. You can also leave a comment in the blog post for the episode, podcateers.com slash 238. And then maybe we'll even mention some of them in an upcoming episode so that we can, you know, start spreading the Disney love and let people know who they should be meeting or trying to get one of these special experiences with if they're able to, to find them. You know what? I have one more. Sure. Farley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Farley. Oh, Farley. I'm sure we're going to be forgetting a lot more, but Farley's It just hit me. I was like, wait. We even have, I can't show you. It's on the back of my computer, but we have a sticker. My kids got stickers, and I don't know what they did with them, but I wanted to keep one of them, and I have no idea what they did with them. (laughs) They don't understand uh, when you get certain things like that how special they are and to them it's just ah, i just got another sticker or, ah, i just got another button but mm-hmm. there's all these little experiences that have these little tokens that you can take with you you know that not everybody gets and i think that's one of the really cool parts of having these experiences and whether it's a video on instagram or you know a video that you show your family about how funny a skipper was or how funny the guy at the tiki room was you know these cast members really exude the disney spirit and to all of you you know that that really help plus our experiences at the parks we just want to say thank you thank you for you know taking it to that next level and helping us enjoy our time in the park. So, all right, well, before we continue, I don't want to cut into our conversation, but the next time you need to purchase something on Amazon, you can help us out tremendously by starting off at podcateers.com slash Amazon. On that page, you'll find a huge Amazon button that will take you to Amazon using our special referral link, and anything you buy may earn us a small commission as a thank you from Amazon for mentioning them on this podcast. To everyone taking a few extra seconds to help us out by starting your purchases at podcateers.com slash Amazon, we thank you very much. All right, uh, 2019, guys. Yeah. As we move on. 2019 has officially begun, and there's a lot of stuff 
from Disney coming this year. So we thought we'd talk a little bit about some of the things that we're most excited about this year. And I mean, it could be a film, it could be an experience, it could be something that's happening in the parks. So let's go around here. What's one thing that you guys are excited about this year? One. Okay. Um, we'll go round table. So <laughs> okay. we'll, we'll go around a, a couple times. I'm excited for Endgame. Oh, yes. Yeah. Gavin, you got to catch up. <laughs> we just watched I'll, Infinity I'll, War again I'll on Netflix. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see Endgame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's going to cry. By the way, know, Gavin, gonna, it's on I'm Netflix. Gonna cry. I'm like, oh my gosh, because I know stuff's going to happen. But yeah, excited for that one. Same. <laughs> You're going to cry. I'm a weeper. Ain't no shame. <laughs> Can I just tell you, I'm not big on the fan theories uh, because, quite frankly, I don't want to give in to the fan theories because sometimes they're right and sometimes they know a lot about what's going on or the storylines and where they pull these additional storylines from. And there was one that somehow, for some reason, I just decided, okay, I'm gonna I'm going to read this one. And, man, it just made a lot of sense to me. And... I, I got a little emotional thinking about it, and the theory <laughs> is that in Endgame, Wait, you're gonna tell Captain us? America. I don't yeah, I'm gonna know. tell you. Gavin's just shaking <laughs> his head. <laughs> right? are, you, are you sure? Because no, I don't okay. want to know. I kind of do. Right, I want to know, but I, how about if it's right? See, that's the thing about these fan theories. That's if the it's problem. right, that's why I don't like to but read the then theories. Exactly. You won't know that until is... you watch the movie if it's right or if it's wrong. But see, I want to know. I want to know. Yeah, just say it. But that's the thing, right? Like, if... ah, Okay. I mean... All right. Everybody that wants to know... Raise your hand. (laughs) Gavin's like... Gavin, he's not even... Who doesn't care? Yeah, don't consider me an obstacle, but I'm not going to raise my hand for that. (laughs) All right. Okay. All right. So here we go. I'm going to tell you what the theory is. I, I can't say if this is true or not. It is a fan theory. And like many fan theories, I believe it originated on Reddit... Okay, so I I can't vouch for that. All I know is that I ended up reading it on some website. It came up in like my Google News stream or something like that. And the theory is, you know, we've known for months already that uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, their contracts are ending. And they've officially said, look, we don't know if we're going to continue with Marvel. We don't know if we're going to continue. But there's certain characters that we know live on. And that's because Disney basically told us when they said, hey, by the way, Spider-Man takes place after Endgame. Okay, so we already know that a couple of these characters live on. (laughs) Right. Sorry, spoiler alert. There could be more prequels. uh, Far From Home, actually, they said takes place months after Endgame. Alternate universe? Exactly. As we learned from Sony, it could also be an alternate universe. Oh, very true. Okay. (laughs) Boom. Mind blown. Okay. So the, the theory is that because their contracts are ending, that there are some people that aren't going to make it past Endgame. And the theory is that Captain America is going to give his own life so that Tony Stark can live on with Pepper. Hmm. Because they've been planning like a family. They've been planning to have kids and he and was a like bad that, friend. So. <laughs> and he was a bad friend. I'm still I, not I over it. I second that one. And she was team guy. I second happened? that one. High five, AJ. <laughs> High five. I second that one. <laughs> so... I mean, take it for what it's worth. 
Again, I don't know where it originated. Most of these fan theories do originate on Reddit. But so far, that's been one of the only ones that I've read that I just thought, oh, my God, it's possibly <laughs> true. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Endgame. That's a good one to be excited about. All their iron suits and one big happy family. <laughs> oh, I love it. I want one. So, <laughs> Gavin, get that 3D printing going. All right. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> 6,294 pieces later. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they all snap together. <laughs> Melissa. The D23 Expo. That's what I was yes! going to say. Yes! Because I missed yes! the last yes! one. Yeah. So I am one. coming no, back full force for this one. And I'm going to dress up, but I'm not saying what. But I'm excited because it's like Halloween. Ooh. So <laughs> Nice. Yeah. That's at the top of my list, too. Gavin, what about you? Uh, I'm super excited about the Expo, but it doesn't quite top my list because the Expo comes around every other year. Something that has only happened a couple of times in history is happening this year. Disneyland is getting a whole new land. This gets me more excited That's than true. anything. So for me, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, a.k.a. Star Wars Land, is at the top of my list i cannot wait to explore it to look at every nook and cranny and just absorb all of that imagineered magic the smells oh everything (laughs) it's gonna be so great you know the exploring batu and the the black spire outpost all the shops and the cantina and just all the characters that are going to be around and you know there's going to be interactivity through the Disneyland app <laughs> and then you got those two e-ticket attractions you know the Millennium Falcon is the most famous ship in the galaxy we get a chance to board it and have an effect on its mission it's so exciting and then the fact that they okay on the Disney Parks website this is the quote about Star Wars Rise of the Resistance the other attraction They say, quote, it's the biggest and most immersive Disney Parks attraction ever. That gets me excited. And that's saying something because there are some big, epic, immersive attractions. And this one is going to be the new bar. And I cannot wait. And I know the well, crowd's going to be insane. It's going to be like five to seven days. Before right. You it's all good. Yeah. Well, five to seven business I, days. I'm going to be there. Business I'm, days. Exactly. <laughs> What's the wait That's time right great. now? Five to seven. <laughs> Hours? Business days. Business days. days. <laughs> That's funny. So it skips a whole weekend. <laughs> Especially holiday Nine ones, too. Nine working days. <laughs> Yeah, exploring Galaxy's Edge, I think, is certainly going to be quite the experience. The wait times, not so much. I think nobody wants any part of that. But as weird as it sounds, I... Uh, that is pretty much at the, at the top of my list. Some of these I can't number. I know that goes against everything Gavin believes in, <laughs> but I can't really number because I think I'm equally excited for even news about what's coming to the Marvel themed area. Mm-hmm. And I think because at the we're getting the expo this year, a lot of that news is going to be at the expo. Oh um, yes. I'm also excited to see who's going to get a Disney Legend Award this year. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of my favorite things at every D23 expo and sometimes I think that 
it's a great to see them getting an award and others i think to myself what why but it, that's just me Any predictions this year uh, yeah what are your predictions or should we talk about that on another podcast yeah yeah i think we should yes. have a podcast okay. where we dedicate a segment to who we think is disney going to get a disney legend, legend award so legend. to be continued <laughs> Stay tuned for an upcoming episode of Podcateers, where we talk about who we think is going to get a Disney Legend Award. <laughs> but yeah, the Disney Legend ceremony is certainly one of my favorite things that happens. Uh, and then just the news on the Marvel stuff that's coming to the parks, because now that Disney owns Fox... Uh, well, not completely, but I mean, they're on the road to completely owning Fox. The fact that those properties are coming back into Marvel's hands, you know, it's super exciting to see that we may finally get some good, fantastic foreign X-Men movies. Agreed. <laughs> Much agreed. Wow. Well, there's another theory. Wolverine is going to be in an Endgame, but... I know. Anyway, I moving know. on, moving That's on, moving super on. super cool. It <laughs> would be cool, as long as it's Hugh Jackman. It is. Okay. It's supposed to be Hugh Jackman. I, yes. That's, I know. If you look up Hugh Jackman's cool. Wikipedia, Endgame is in the movies. No, it's not. Do it. Google wow. I mean, Google look. It. Yeah. Let look, me, I mean, it's yeah. not All like anybody can weekend. just go in and edit Wikipedia. Well. I mean, you know, but. Wait, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Moving on, moving no, on. No, literally, <laughs> anybody can go in and edit Wikipedia. That's very true. Yeah, <laughs> no, but, but wasn't it IMDb? Movie, oh, yeah. I, yeah, it's one of those. I am. Yeah, IMDb. <gasps> then it's real. <sighs> well, what? somebody has to edit it. Unless the person editing IMDb saw it on Wikipedia. <laughs> so it must be true. <laughs> All right, AJ, what about you? Everything. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. It's hard to choose. So I thought we were only sharing one. No, we were one at a time. We're round table. Hazen just said yes. 50. <laughs> no, I agreed with Gavin. And then I said the... It's okay. I, I do it all the time with you guys. That's okay. That's what we're here wait, for. Wait a second. <laughs> okay. Let's... I'm surprised I was that restrained. Let's see. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Mickey's That's first right. ride. Yes, yeah. Mickey's first attraction like with Minnie. So this is really exciting. We really loved what was in its place before. That great movie ride. The great movie ride. There's <laughs> <laughs> something great. I'm just kidding. It's, 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 it was pretty ride. great. Um, it just, you know, <laughs> nostalgic to go on that attraction. And so it was sad to see it go because it's such a huge footprint, that attraction. Um, yeah. So to see Mickey and Minnie in their own first ever attraction is going to be really cool. Now we just need to plan a trip out there for 2019. It's coming out later this year, right? Yeah. yeah. It comes out this year. And then I think here it comes out in 2020. That's crazy. That right? Where? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's in the north end Toontown. of Toontown. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's taking over the, I think it's the entertainment. Yeah, it's the building with the floats building? behind Toontown. Oh. Yeah. The theory is that the gag factory is going to become the queue area. That's going to be yeah. so cool. Oh, it's going to be so awesome. I'm so excited for wait. new attractions for Disneyland. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so crazy. So good. All right. Anybody else want to share other ones that they're super excited about this year? Me. All right. Mansion's 50th. <gasps> yes! Yeah! Dun, dun, dun. Yes! <laughs> All the stuff we're gonna like go broke over. <laughs> oh, yeah. shoot. Don't remind me. 
hey, with the new prices, maybe you won't. Like, uh, not so many people buying it. So you don't have to buy it on eBay. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, uh, and one per person. Since those passes are getting taken away, there's going to be plenty for everybody. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's cool about that anniversary is that more so than most other anniversaries, like, you know, the Pirates of the Caribbean anniversary was just two years ago. Yeah. But with Haunted Mansion... They're going to have a ton more merchandise because that's a much more merchandise heavy kind of attraction. Right. So there's going to be tons of 50th anniversary stuff come out, I'm sure. Can they just have their own store already? I know. Like right? they do in Florida. Was it Memento Mori? <laughs> yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Like which one would you they take out to. of New Orleans? The one they should the one do, with the luggage it, that's stuck on the ceiling, that room. Le Baton Rouge? Yeah. The, I, the dress Le Baton shop? Rouge. That's the one I think. Le Baton Rouge because it's so cool. It's in that corner yeah. and it's kind of creepy. And yeah. It used to have Halloween stuff in it. And now well, it's the, the dress shop. Yeah. But is it I, too far from Haunted Mansion to be a, you know. No. Can't. We'll still travel land. land. I don't think so. I mean, you can't really have one that close to it. Yeah, there's I mean, nowhere to put it. How about if they? Because the only physical structure is Harbor Galley. How about the yeah. secret pet cemetery? Just level that out and put a store there. No, <laughs> nobody uses it. I don't it. think the secret pet but cemetery still. exists anymore. No, it still does. Because our friend uh, Carlos showed us. It's still there. Where? Oh. Where is okay. it? Tell it's me a about secret, secret, Gavin. It's on the side of the mansion. <laughs> well, let's open the secret. So before you're getting it's on into, which side it's of the on mansion? the very right side. The right side. So before, yeah. um, where you're queuing up to go into the elevator, it's. Uh-huh. You, do you ever see that one door right before that elevator on the right side? There's a door, so that's like a little uh-huh. entrance that cast members use. But there's a secret pet cemetery there. It's right like, next to the wheelchair access ramp. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's very small. I have to check that out next time. I'm yeah, there's there. like five mm-hmm. or six epitaphs for pets right. there mm-hmm. so yeah nice. i mean it's cool i thought i had pictures of it at one point i'd have to look through my archive but i thought oh, sure i had you do. pictures of it yeah you yeah. got it i mean I, I thought i had pictures of it because it was easier to gain access to it before yeah mm-hmm. it was easier to just ask a cast member if you could just quickly go and get a picture or something but now i think it's a little more restricted because it's literally just cast members can go in through that area and so if you ask, they tell you that you can't really go through there anymore. Because it's like, I think something happened with their walkway, so they don't want to make, yeah. make sure nobody trips or something. Mm-hmm. But it's still there. Yeah, it's still so, there. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good to know. Because that's one of those cool little Easter eggs that you just don't want to go away, right? Yeah. Right. Like the key at Muppets Theater. I wish that was still there. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, yeah. It doesn't make any sense now yeah. because it's not I know, but Muppets. still... Yeah, still like a little Easter egg. Wait, isn't cool the Easter one egg. still in, in Walt Disney World? I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to check that out. They're always changing right. things. Like, yeah, yeah, another reason to go back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we're digressing here. Let's go back to things okay, sorry, we're excited sorry, sorry, about sorry. in 2019. Focus, focus. <laughs> yeah. Who else, who else has something that they want to share? I mean, we're getting two new animated films this year, which I have... Um, a level of excitement for it's not the very top level of excitement because they're both sequels but I always do love going back to the toys from Toy Story they're such a great group of characters I know that it's going to be an entertaining film 
you know, so I'm I'm really excited about Toy Story Four. I'm also probably one of the few people that is actually pretty excited for Frozen Two. I'm actually pretty fascinated to see where in the world they're going to go with the story and how in the world they're going to pull off creating songs that are even half as good as the songs yeah. in the first movie. So I, I'm looking forward to that. It's a long ways down the road. It's, it's at the end of November that it comes out, but those would probably be my top two um, movie uh, excitement items. And then I guess I'm excited for episode nine of Star Wars. I, I can't decide how excited I am about that. So I, I'm more excited about Star Wars Land than I am Star Wars the movie, <laughs> which is weird because that's yeah. what Star Wars is. It's movies. <laughs> but, you know, Star Wars has kind of landed themselves in this weird spot. And I don't I don't really know how I feel about everything right now. And a lot of Star Wars fans are in that same place. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm not I can alone see there. That. Yeah. Hmm. I'm excited. Uh, so two <laughs> other things that I'm excited about this year that – I, I don't think people are chomping at the bit for this to open, but I want to see Pixar Pier closer to completion. And I, I'm really excited about Jesse's yeah. Critter Carousel and uh, Inside Out's Emotional Whirlwind opening up this year because I think it's going to bring <laughs> more cohesiveness to that area that we were missing when it originally launched. And I think because it launched with the anticipation of just getting the Incredicoaster out there because of The Incredibles 2, you know, it, it, it just feels incomplete right now. So having those additional attractions, having those walls down, I think is going to be huge for that area. It's going to feel really more complete and then see what else comes to the area as well. I thought you were going to be more excited for Ballast Point to open in the next oh. couple of weeks. Oh, yes. Don't worry about <laughs> it. I'm getting there. <laughs> oh, okay. He's making my way wow. through the resort, he buddy. knows how to spoil. <laughs> nice. I was actually going to say, I think I'm excited. I'm hesitant and like excited to see how Will Smith is going to be Genie. Yeah. 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 I'm curious. Are we going to get Fresh Prince? Are we going to get something like yeah. Rob? I, I don't know. I, it's just anticipation. Are we going to get Hitch? Oof. I know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Aww. I mean, that's one thing we talked about in the last episode with Time Skyler, right? When we were doing the movie preview. That, I I remember asking that question. And if if he does do like a Fresh Prince genie, how would you feel about it? Because you don't want him to try to be Robin Williams, you know, because you want him to no. bring yeah. his own take. And this is where thing. there's this huge clash in my brain, right? Because you don't want the genie to be like Robin Williams, but I wanted Emily Blunt to be like Julie Andrews. You know what I mean? There's like this huge clash <laughs> in my brain yeah. that like does not compute. So, I, I, I mean, <laughs> like, how would you feel if he does turn out to be like Fresh Prince Genie? Then it would be like the Sinbad genie movie that never existed, oh. but does exist. I'm just kidding. No, but, no, I, I think Will Smith, I love Will Smith. I mean, I love his YouTube. I love his Instagram. Like, I think he's going to do a fresh take on it. But I'm, ch- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, cause I, there's, I don't think he's really going to try to touch Robin Williams anything, you know, because that would, there's no way that's like. Yeah. And he wouldn't win anyway. And I think I think anyone that would play the genie kind of knows that, 
Like you, you can't. Yeah, be, that's big shoes. You can't right. be him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't re redo what's already been done. Yeah. Just watch uh, Aladdin two, and you'll see what <laughs> I mean. <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. Oh. Source, source subject. Do you know what we're talking about? No. <laughs> I didn't see a lot. I'll tell you oh. later. I didn't see those. Uh, I didn't get those VHS in later. tapes. Yeah, I'll, t- yeah. I'll tell you later. I just know in the uh, animation series, Iago starts being hanging out with everybody. It's like, what did this happen? But anyway. <laughs> it's about the time he got uh, yeah, that was weird. sequestered at the Tiki Room, and then he ruined that attraction at Disney World. <laughs> So, you know, there was also that. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. He was in it was um Tiki Room under new uh-huh. management. It was horrible. Oh my gosh. It was absolutely really? horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was gone by the time you went for your first visit. Well, I guess that's no. a good thing. Watch videos on YouTube, you'll understand. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Catch it on so, the So, question, are we excited for Mickey's Mix Magic? Yeah, it's coming out. I am. What is that? This month. It's the new (laughs) nighttime show at Disneyland for the Get Your Ears On celebration. Oh, that's right. I mean, if the song that we previewed in the last episode happens to be the song, again, I can neither confirm nor deny the presence of a human child in Monstropolis at this time. (laughs) But if it does turn out to be the case, uh, I think it's a super catchy tune. I think it's going to do great. Having Mickey at the helm of this DJ nighttime party, you know, I think it's going to be really fun. And I'm excited to see the cool new laser effects and stuff that they're supposed to be bringing to this show. Mm-hmm. We'll be there. <laughs> yep, we will. When is the debut? I want to say the 18th. Yeah, January 18th. It is a Friday. And so I'm hoping we can make it down to the park for that. Or we could see it on Thursday, the night before. Preview, preview. It, yeah. That would be nice. I mean, they always do previews the day before, right? I mean, we can't say that with any certainty, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if there's anything that you guys are looking forward to in 2019, let us know in the comment section of the blog post, podcasters.com slash 238, or hit us up on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, or on Twitter. We're just search for podcasters. P-O-D-K-E-T-E-E-R-S. We'd love to know some of the things that you guys are excited about what's coming to the Disney parks, any films, any attractions. Maybe you're just excited about the news that's coming at the expo. Maybe you're excited about the expo. Maybe you're just excited about going back and having a churro. Or maybe having a friend buy a turkey leg and say, I don't like this. I'm just going to give you my turkey leg. I mean... It could. That's right. So many things. Look, preemptively, oh I'm just gosh, saying. I am hopefully saying that what I'm looking forward to in 2019, and I'm just putting this out in the universe because I hope the universe listens and makes this happen for me. In 2019, I'm looking forward to touring the Walt Disney Studios. Okay, and I'm Ooh. saying that with no certainty at all that it's happening. I'm just saying, I, if I put it out there, I hope the universe listens, and I hope I get a chance to do it. So in 2019, I'm looking forward to touring the Walt Disney Studios. So there you go. I'm just putting it out there. Universe, please nice. listen. <laughs> <laughs> when you wish upon a star, makes no difference who you are. 
All right. Before we wrap up the episode, guys, (laughs) (laughs) I need food. I'm going delirious. (laughs) All right. Is there anything else you guys want to throw out there before we close out the episode? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) He's lost it, people. I know, for real. I'm at that that point that I think I'm, like, super hungry. What what is it? I know when you're yeah. angry and you're hungry, you're hangry. I'm just that. But when you're when you're delirious and you're happy and you're hungry, are you hap hapgry? <laughs> maybe, maybe you're. I was gonna say something Delirious else that's not appropriate for the podcast, but yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you're hanging maybe out with your dog, right. but. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. What? This has to end. I got to go eat. I think we're done for the evening. So that's it, everybody. Thank you for joining us again. Remember that if you guys want to join the conversation, hit us up on social media. And uh, until next week, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass along the magic. Made you look. Bye. (laughs) Stop laughing. (laughs) I turned away. <laughs> <laughs>